All right, before we get started this week, uh, we wanted to bring up uh, the passing of Marty Ward. Uh, we were down there at the Southeast Super Trucks race this event, and uh, luckily I was smart enough to be paying attention to Marty uh, throughout that event and was able to get a video of him winning that final race in the vintage class. And so that's didn't realize how special that was going to be. Um, that's pretty cool to be able to have that, and I'm hoping to be able to share that to someone in the family at some point. So just want to let everybody know that all the guys here at Shift Points, um, while we didn't get to personally meet Marty, I think the only word to describe him is racer. I mean, just purely. I don't think there's any other way to describe him. Um, so we're thinking about the family, and we appreciate everybody that's joined us this week. All right, welcome back to episode 19 of the Shift Points Podcast. We really appreciate everybody that's joining in each week and that's been watching, especially to our Australian friends that have uh, dubbed us the experts in this area. While I don't think any of us have ever claimed to be an Careful expert on anything, um, I just want to clear that up right away. <laughs> we're fans. We love racing. We love to talk about it. That's the whole reason that we're here. We're not the experts on anything. <laughs> So let, I'm going to say that first off. So now that we've put a disclaimer that we're not the experts, let's talk about something we don't know very much about, which is Australian supercars. Oh, we're going the right V8 into it. Supercars. Oh, yeah, we're going straight oh, into it this week. We want to make All sure right. that they get to hear it. So because of last week, we talked about Shane Vesen Gisbergen, and we talked about Brody Kostecki that's coming over here to do the Indy Road Course. Um, we got a little flack in the comments talking about that we didn't really know them and because we had never really heard of them then we didn't really support them or we didn't really uh we should know more about them than we do and because of that i said all right guys this week i want you guys to pick a driver that's in the supercars uh we're going to give a rundown of each one of them and i want to talk about them a little bit and we're going to do our best to kind of follow supercars more uh luckily there was one guy in the comments who was super nice he gave me a link and told me about some uh told me about a way to be able to watch the supercars i think called like superview i think it is so i think it, it's a few more weeks couple two or three weeks until the next uh supercar race but i'd like to talk about it. it's one of the endurance ones apparently the endurance rate there's three different types of supercar races this comes with my studying of it and please correct us if any of this is wrong because it probably will be um there's three different types of uh supercar races there's the endurance races so in the, i think there's two of those the next race that's coming up and then bathurst the thousand mile race or the thousand kilometer race um those have to have two drivers going yeah. in them so there's that style of race there's a sprint which I think is just like a short one. They run two sprints in a weekend, if that's if that's the format of the races. And then I want to pull up the third one and make sure I call it right. You do know a whole bunch about it. I don't know a bunch about it. I've just studied some on it. I told you I didn't want to, I didn't want to disappoint anyone anymore. Um, anyway, there's a third style, and I know I'm not. <laughs> I just appreciate the all the Australians now. that take the time out of their lives to watch this me too podcast. oh me too oh absolutely I, that, well that's what i'm saying like since they're taking the time to watch it i want to try and make sure that i'm giving them something that they're interested in and they can that we can talk about a little bit and i don't want them to call us idiots <laughs> <laughs> i don't want anyone to think i'm an idiot while i'm not an expert i just don't want anyone to think that we're idiots i mean we are I mean, we are but i mean you know um <laughs> i'll have to cut this out <laughs> no no, we gotta be, we're going to be organic. we got to leave it. 
What are the formats? Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, da, 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 da. Sprint races, uh, street races. Okay. And then the two driver, uh, then there's two races. Yeah. Okay. All right. So th there's two, there's sprint races and then the street races and the street races is what we believe that uh, gave Shane a, a big advantage while he was disadvantaged in plenty of other areas, sitting on the different side of the car, all this different stuff, the different style of, uh, of the car itself, how he clutches and how he uses the brakes, all of that put him at a disadvantage. Don't get me wrong, but it also kind of maybe leveled it a little bit because he was in on a street circuit, which he had actually raced on before, not the circuit, but he'd raced on a street style course before. And he was, um, and he, uh, it was raining. So we think that that was what kind of gave him an advantage. Plus, what a time to be watching a NASCAR race, I think. that You know, when Marcus Ambrose came in, mm -hmm. he was in such lower equipment yeah. that there was no way that he was going to be competitive every weekend uh, or even, even at every road course. While he's going to probably be the best at the road courses, he, wasn't, he was always at a clear disadvantage because he wasn't yeah. in as good of equipment. Yeah. These cars are so equal now that someone can open up a third team like Trackhouse did with, with 90, yeah. uh, Project 91 or what um, uh, Richard Childress is doing with uh, Brody mm -hmm. when he comes over here. Uh, what they're doing is they're, they're able to build a third car that's just as good as the other cars that they have. Right. And, and that's, that's what is making all of this possible, which is great for us because we get to hear of drivers that we had never heard of before like uh svg like brody kostecki that's coming over um all these guys so that's really cool and a really good time to be to be a nascar <laughs> fan really um so anyway but so the different styles of the supercars so the, i think the next two races are the endurance style so you have to have two drivers i don't really understand how the points work if it's per car or if it's based off the driver championship like how the driver points work so i haven't figured that out because if you have two drivers in the car for two events do they do you do your two drivers get do like the teams only run if there's a two car team do they only run one car for that race and then two drivers get in it so i have to figure that out but yeah i'm I learning have no clue i'm learning we'll find out <laughs> but when we watch it my question now is yeah when we watch it we'll get to we'll get to find out uh the, the one that's coming up is a 500 kilometer race and then the bathurst 1000 which they say is about six hours so we're gonna have to devote a little time to that one if we watch the whole thing that's fine i would like to watch the whole thing because i'm tired of watching highlight clips yeah, I, i've seen like these like 10 minute videos of races and i'm like i really am not getting the meat of this race because i'm only seeing like two or three lap clips at a time yeah but my question to everyone is, actually, let me start like this. My guy that I picked was Brody Kostecki. That's coming over for the Indy Road Course. He's going to be in a third RCR car. Uh, I think we could probably argue, and that was something that I ended up doing a little in the comments last week, is talking about kind of why we thought that Brody might be at a little bit of a disadvantage. I want to say that RCR's cars have not been as good as Trackhouse's cars. But I don't know if that's actually factual. Uh, what would you think like of this past year? Uh, last year, for sure, I would say that Trackhouse had an advantage. But I think this year, they, they might actually be on a pretty even playing field. Because Kyle has won three races. Austin, of course, hasn't won any. Um, Austin, of course. He'll get his, like, one. He might break off one at some point. He tends to get that one race a year somehow whether it be through yeah. fuel mileage or whatever so there's a chance he gets one so but kyle's already up three yeah track house has only won one 
Oh, really? They Ross has on, Ross has only race. won the one race that um, when he won at oh. Nashville a few weeks ago, and and Suarez has not. Well, that's not true. Sorry, they've won two races because SVG won the Chicago oh, Road yeah. Course. Yeah. So technically, they've won three or two races. Um, so I mean, technically, RCR's up on them. And Trackhouse has been very much of like they've been bad fast or way off. Like they're no in the middle. They're either up contending for the win or they're like running thirtieth. Uh, where I think RCR, I feel like they've been a little bit more consistent. You know, I don't think the spikes have been as much for them. So I said that last week, and I'm, I'm kind of taking it back a little bit because I think maybe they are on even playing field. So, okay, that's good. So, so let's talk about Brody a little bit. They should finish one and two then. So that's what some people are saying. In the comments last week, they were like, don't be surprised these guys finish one and two. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I might be a little surprised. That would be crazy. Just, just, the, just the logistics of how that would have to – yeah, it'd be crazy, man. The, both teams would have to be perfect. You know how dang hard it is to be perfect at these races now? <laughs> like the chances of them, you know, a third a third pit crew means that those that's going to be yeah. like your B team pit crew. They're right. not going to be your A level guys. So like the chances of those guys having perfect pit stops all day, them picking the perfect strategy to run this. Uh, from what we've seen <laughs> with 17 of the 24 races this year, it's probably going to rain. So like, probably. you know, Golly. now that's going to, that is that an advantage or a disadvantage to them? Probably an advantage because they've all run in the rain before. Um, but my question or what I want to talk about first is Brody a little bit. Brody is the current super cars point leader. He's the head man. So that, again, speaks pretty highly to what NASCAR is able to do. They're able to pull the head dude, the guy that's leading the points in supercars, is coming over here to run a race. That's, again, what a, what a time to be alive as far as to be a NASCAR fan and to be watching NASCAR races. Uh, he's from Perth, uh, Western Australia, for those who don't know, like me. Um, but at one point, Kostecki did come over here to the States and run in the K&N series. So he has some oval experience where SVG doesn't. Yeah. So he has some oval experience and not only experience in when he was 24 years old, he raced at Rockingham and won the race. Oh, really? And he beat, uh, let's see, who was cool, so a couple of the guys that were in this race. Uh, and I guess some people might question on what, you know, whether that was actually competition or not. Uh, one was, oh my gosh, why am I not able to find this so quickly? Rockingham. 24. Uh, I think it, oh, right here we go. Uh, with some of the NASCAR stars, uh, <laughs> some of the NASCAR stars, Ty Dillon and Bubba Wallace. So I guess depending on who you ask, whether that was actually a good level of competition, I don't know. Um, but I think at the time it probably was because those guys were probably in some pretty good equipment. So he did, he has come over here. He's won at Rockingham. So he has oval experience, but again, we're not going to an oval track. We're going to a road course. This is a road course that these guys have, our, our normal cup guys have raced for three years um, about three years now, I think it is. Uh, before and probably the last one before we go back to the Oval. It's looking like next year they're going back to the Oval, which will be the uh, 30th anniversary of the Brickyard 400. So that'd be cool. Um, these guys have experience on this track. There's a chance it rains. I haven't looked at the weather, so that's completely just like hypothetical. Chance it rains, so there that probably gives uh, SVG and Brody a little bit of a a little bit of an advantage. Um, but it's not a street course. This is a really nicely paved Roger Penske owned course. So it's perfect. Oh, yeah. It's pristine, Forget you know, about that. um, so it's not, they're not going to have like the nuances of a street course that we've kind of, that we saw at Chicago. I don't think so. I think that brings our cup drivers back into the picture again. So my question is, can Brody Kostecki win the Indy road course? 
It's up to you guys. Yeah, of course he could win it. I mean, you can't just say that. Come on. I know, but... Uh, All that build-up I gave you? No, no, it took like 10 minutes. I know. It was, I just, it was literally like 10 minutes. <laughs> that answer took... Well, yeah, I think especially if it rains. Yeah, man, totally. But I mean, I mean, come on. Like, do I think it's likely? In the no. If every time the Australian guys came, that they beat everybody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like... You have to assume that these big teams like like Gibbs and Hendrick, they're going to put some money into yeah. this race to make sure that these guys don't win. Yeah, I'm sure. I they mean, Chase even came out after Chicago and said these guys are going to go back to Australia and say these guys oh, are a joke. Yeah, come on. I For mean, real. they're not a joke. Like these guys are no, very, they, very good race car I drivers. I think they're the best race car drivers out there. They're, I think they're, they're they're potentially the best all around race yeah. car driver in the world. Yeah, the I don't Cup think guys. It's there's no. There's myself. no. There's no series that does more of different style tracks and different ways of doing so, especially now that you've got yeah. Bristol dirt in there. Now that you've got Chicago street course in there, there's no other series that runs everything. Yeah, that's true. Formula one doesn't run any ovals. Those cars would be terrifying on an oval. They would be so fast. Oh, like it just makes me kind of like ugh, a little just to yeah. think about how fast a formula one car would be on an oval. I've me and Seth, my friend, my uh, my friend that got me into Formula One. I've, we debate this like once a year, roughly, on should Formula One race an oval, uh, because again, everyone talks about Formula One being the world championship, right? These are the best of the best. This is top tier motorsports. I'm like, well, they don't run an oval, you know, they don't run anything, you know. They, they if it's hard for me to say that these guys are the best in the world while they are in the most performance-based cars in the whole world, for sure. It's hard for me to say a Formula 1 driver is the best in the world when I know that our cup guys are running crazy different schedules, like crazy different tracks, and they're yeah. doing it well. They should come to Pocono or something like that. The, oh, gosh. Formula 1 at Pocono. Yeah. Daytona. Think Daytona? Daytona. That would be... Oh, God. That would be terrifying. Like, I, I don't know how fast those cars would get at Daytona, but it would be... 2.30 or more? Probably more. I mean, there there's points at some races, like at Spa, where they're getting near, they're getting up getting up to 200 miles an hour on a straightaway. Now, you now don't get me wrong. There would have to be... They'd have to trim it. They'd have to add a bunch of downforce to it when they were at the mm -hmm. Oval and stuff. So it would put more drag on it and different things like that. But... That'd be cool. It would be crazy. Just just the thought of seeing a 20-car field of Formula 1 cars on Daytona, it, it would look like jet planes going around there. It would be nuts. The problem would be if they turned into jet planes. Yeah, well, that's why I said you'd have yeah. to you'd have to rake in a ton of oh, downforce into oh, them just man. to make sure. But so. if they spin, they get down on the apron, it would be it would be deadly. It would be terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting sidetracked again. We are a little bit. I but think Brock. <laughs> Brody. Brody could totally win it. Yeah. Super unlikely. Super unlikely. I, I, In I, a way. I don't know. I have to say, I have to agree with you on that. Just because, I, only because I don't know if RCR is as prepared as Trackhouse is. Because this is the first time they've ever brought a third car in this capacity to the track. Yeah. So I don't know if, I don't think that Brody, I think it would be more likely to see SVG go win again than it would be for Brody to come win this so thing. Crazy, but if he wins two in a row, if he if he has two walk off wins, <laughs> so and then the other thing I'd that's love pretty, to see it myself. The other thing that's cool about SVG, he's racing the the Indy 
uh, IRP, uh, the Indy, uh, the the small track outside of Indy for the trucks. Oh, the the um, this coming weekend for the Craftsman? like Friday. Yeah, the Craftsman trucks. Oh, yeah, he's gonna be in an East Motorsports truck. Yeah, oh, th- yeah, that announcement came out right as we recorded this podcast last week, and we didn't get to talk about it. So, um, but yeah, so he's going to be in an East Thanks. Motorsports car or truck he does. He does at everything. It's going to be cool. So that's going to be a real to me. He's already confirmed that he's he's coming next year. He's coming. Wait, which in, one's running the truck? SVG. Oh, dude! Right on. Yeah, yeah, I think I knew that actually. Yeah. So that's going to be cool to see him in an oval and see how he does. Uh, again, this dude's a is a really good race car driver. Not going to take that away from him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but anyway. Cool. Who did yeah. you study up on? Now that I've made my case for and against Brody to win on to win on Sunday, Mr. Brock Feeney. Okay. Tell me about Brock. Old, 20 years old. 20? 20 years old. I, I hope. Man. Hope that's right. 20. That's young. That's a handful of Brody's wins. only 26. Oh, this is, is a he? young How field. How old is SVG? He's in his 30s. He right? must be up in his 30s. He looks a little bit older. Look up SVG's age for me. But calling it now, Brock Feeney wins the 2025 Daytona 500. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Tell me why you're so <laughs> confident in Mr. Brock that he's going to come over and who's never been in a cup car at all. I don't all. think he's going to do that. Oh, you don't think he's going to do that? Okay. Who knows if Liar. he even comes to a any sort of NASCAR series. Tell me about but him. Tell me about I, I don't know much about him. Well, give me a little bit. I at least told where Brody was from. He's from Perth. I don't know where Brock is from. Come on, man. You oh, I really up? don't know. Well, look it up. Shane is 34. 34. Shane's 34. Okay. So he's a little older than these guys. This kid. Apparently, also, apparently, Shane and Gold Brody Coast. have a really good, um, a pretty good rivalry, like a, a, a respectful rivalry between them and the supercars. His nickname is Beefine. Beefine. Beefine? Would that be Beefine or Beefine? Beefine. What, what does that even mean? Beefine. Kind of like Up Buffoon, there? but Beefine. I don't know. It could be, as right down there below it, it says Brock Feeney. Yeah, so right. I mean, that's oh, why. Yeah, that's true. Well, they, well, they, they, call, they call SVG the Giz. Yeah, that's So, cool. like, Gisbergen, yeah. So I they, think they he's really Gisbergen's teammate. Oh, really? Yeah, he's with Red Bull. Yeah. So is SVG. Yep, he is. They're teammates, following big footsteps. Yeah. He's going to be even better. Imagine Red Bull coming back to NASCAR through what this. What happened to what I don't know, because they put a bunch of money into it. They And yeah. it was before Toyota. I think it was before Toyota really um, had decided to put the money that they have now into yeah. it. So I don't. I just don't think they ever got the right people in the right places. That's completely what I, I believe. I was wondering Red Bull that. is in every other motorsport. Yeah. Well, they had a team. They had they a cup did. team. Brian Vickers for a little, and yeah, Scott Brian Vickers. Speed. Well, that's why they had freaking Vickers in the car. And Scott Speed. Dude can't, couldn't drive a tricycle. Emily's Emily's friends with his nephew. Chad Ayers. Emily's friends with his nephew. Really? Yeah, James. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. She went to school with him. It's pretty yeah interesting. (laughs) I I guess that's all right. Yeah, but yeah, they didn't have a great couple of. I don't think Scott Speed was much better. Yeah, I don't think so either. But yeah, that is a good question. But what if? What if? Gosh, just think about this. Trackhouse, they're gonna look like geniuses if this gets Red Bull back to cup yeah. on a competitive car which it absolutely could yeah i'm so, i can't believe it's not yeah that's 
I had, I'm just having this revelation, and that kind of yeah. like as I'm thinking about it, that would be it's blowing my mind right now. It, it is a little to me because I just think about the level of competition that the yeah. Red Bull Formula One team has brought up right. in the past two years. If they show up to to track house and they send some guys, those guys could go make Hendrick nuclear. look like Rick Ware. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which would be pretty crazy. Brock Feeney's coming to NASCAR. Is he? Yep. When? 2025. All right. You've heard it here first, folks. Brock, you got to come, man. <laughs> He'll be there. He'll be there. Did you look up a supercar driver, Jackson? No. I like Marcos Ambrose, even I, though he's, I, I think I he's out of the scene now. I th- So, uh, again, a guy in the comments told me that uh, by the time that he got out of Cup and he had come, they had transitioned into a new generation of supercars, and it was a lot harder to, like, to, for him to kind of get up to speed Dang. on it, and so he just it just never he just wasn't able to kind of get back going into it. He was awesome. Yeah, I always liked. Who was it that he Sanders. punched that one time? You remember he made solid contact yeah, on somebody's face one time. Golly, who was that? I don't remember, but man, we'll I just remember someone will comment on it. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> but he did though. He he a, absolutely just decked a dude one time. <laughs> who was it? Anyways, he was cool. Yeah, he was really cool. I wish he could have had some good equipment. Tyler worked with him uh, really? in in the Bush series, or well, I guess nationwide series in at the, the time 59 car or whatever it was yeah it was he worked weird yeah number. it was a weird number yeah he worked in that 59 car and he said he was a good guy he said there was no yeah. one better to work with than him he was just yeah. super level-headed nice guy yeah. watkins Glen, you couldn't beat the dude do you and uh, oh man speaking of that that watkins Glen race with him kyle bush and, and brad brad keselowski oh man so good I, I, every year they go to watkins Glen, they show that replay oh, and i watch so i watch that last three laps like three different times because it's such it's great a good race grass flying and i want i want place. i always want brad to win it so bad and i know yeah. he doesn't and yeah. i just i want him to push and win it and, and turns, it turns out you race. can't change I history that. i remember watching that really well i yeah. remember it like it was yesterday that was a good race that was a great race so, if you're here from Australia and you're watching us, I, I hope this is my olive branch to you that we are trying to learn. We are trying to be better yeah. and learn more we about... We have real jobs and yeah, it's hard to learn. Real but. jobs and kids and, and a YouTube channel and I'm, all of this other I've stuff. I've never watched a supercar race. I've never, I, I've I've never watched, watched highlights. one. I've never seen one green flag never, to checkers. No, me either. But this, in a few weeks, is when we're, we're going to get one. to watch our first We're going to watch one. We are. I agree. Brock Feeney is going to lap the field probably. I'm I'm saying that Brody's gonna do it. Okay. Brody Kostecki. Who do you think? Brock's SVG. Let's just pick the three obvious ones. Like the three the three, three best people ones. that we know. <laughs> the three names that we know. Marco Sambros is making Marcus a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Too much right. gibbering yeah, here. What, All right, that's our supercar segment this week. Well, like I said, we're trying to learn here, but I'm telling you, the cards are going to have to pop. If you think that SVG and Brody finish 1-2, put it in the comments. God, that'd be I want to hear it because I want to be able to come back to you and either say congratulations or you were wrong. Yeah. I seriously wouldn't mind seeing it myself. I, I think it would be great, but man, it's a little bit... It would be a black eye on the sport. Oh, it would. It would be a black eye on the sport. But, but let's take, but if they take do it a it, few hits anyways, so... I mean, I guess, but I mean, like I said, I think really things are really up on an uptick. But I think this, I think this can makes it. If they oh, finish yeah. one two, it continues that trend up yeah. because you're bringing this to an international audience. I'm, sh- yeah. I can guarantee you, Max Verstappen tweeted that he was rooting SVG on at the Chicago Street Course. Do you think that that Max Verstappen tunes into a NASCAR race every Sunday? 
Definitely not. not. Definitely not. I mean, I'm guessing. Me and him haven't texted in a while, but I'm guessing that he probably doesn't tune in every Sunday and watch a cup race, but he turned on the dang reigning world champion in Formula 1 turns on a cup race to watch this guy and to root him on. That's... That's a good thing. That's a really, really, really good thing. (laughs) All right. You guys happy? Yeah. Did we talk about it enough? Yeah. Do you think we covered it? Yeah, I mean, we could keep going for a while. Do you think we're still idiots? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. I just want to make sure that didn't change. Um, So, Michigan. Cup cars and... Well, everybody was in Michigan this week, I think. Was there everybody? Um, No trucks. I don't know. I don't think the trucks were... No, no trucks. But the cup... the. Xfinity cars were. Xfinity cars were. John Hunter, John Hunter Nemechek wins his fifth race this year. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, I didn't watch that one. I didn't, I didn't and watch I planned it much. to watch the whole. Apparently, thing him and Gibbs got into it. Oh, did they? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, they, apparently they weren't happy with each other. Or oh. Gibbs wasn't happy with John Hunter. I don't care. <clears throat> I don't either. I don't really like either one of them. How is it possible for Toyota to put the worst people? I don't know, man. Like the people that, like, I, I don't understand. And maybe they're not. These guys probably be fine to have a beer yeah. with. Yeah. They but probably. man, you put them in front of a camera and they are just the, like, the worst yeah, they, kind of personalities. They really are. The best personality that Toyota has right now is Martin Truex Jr. And it's because he just doesn't say anything. Yeah, and like, he, he just even doesn't have much care. of a personality. Exactly. He's very, because he all he yeah. cares about is he wants to show up on Sunday and race, and then he wants to go, like, disappear into the woods and hunt and fish. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And he's like, all right, I'll, so, I'll turn back like up on life. Friday. <laughs> I'll show up on Friday, do my appearances, and then Sunday I'm going to disappear again. <laughs> and he just does this cycle, and his beard just grows thicker and thicker. <laughs> As it goes. Um, that sounds like the life. Yeah, I think it'd be okay. I mean, I'm not much of a fisherman, but it would probably be not so bad. Um, so John Hunter Nemechek wins his fifth race of the season, which is, I mean, that's big. And those cars, I mean, Gibbs is the class of the field in the Xfinity class. Like, they're the yeah. best of the best, especially now that Penske's out. Um, I don't think they, you know, the junior cars have struggled this year. Um, I really was hoping that Josh Berry would knock off three or four wins. I'm glad he's in the four car next year, but you gotta you gotta have some momentum. I think you think yeah. you really need that momentum coming out of Xfinity into Cup. I think it makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping that maybe he can knock off a couple here soon. Um, but the big story out of today because uh, well yesterday it rained. I know. So they got third uh, 75 laps in or so, and it rains again. As I said earlier, this is the 17th out of 24 races this year that have been affected by weather in some That's capacity. Crazy. Isn't that crazy? It snowed in California this year. I know. You know what I mean? Like, like how in the world? Like, how's, how can yeah. we have such terrible luck in NASCAR? I don't know. Yeah. The one time I thought I was going to be able to watch a race and it freaked me <laughs> out. Yeah. I was really bummed, too. Yeah. Well, that's just part of it. But, but right, so I didn't get Chris Buescher goes back to back. Yeah, it's wild. He holds off Martin Truex, who had very, very clearly the faster car. He was way faster, but Chris just put his car exactly where he needed to be and yeah. held Martin's arrow off. And, uh, yeah, just, just, just beat him. Flat out beat him. At one point, Martin got it beside him and got so loose, he just about spun it out right at the end, maybe like 10 to go. And, um, yeah, and so Chris holds it off. That's got to be a big confidence booster, right? Two in a row. That's impressive in of itself. But the other thing to think about is they won at Richmond, a three-quarter mile track, and then they show up at Michigan, a two-mile track, and and do well. Brad finished fourth. Mm -hmm. So, like, 
is is Roush back? <laughs> like, are they are they gonna are they gonna cool. contend for a championship? How far, especially with these two wins now, how far do you think that Busher makes it into the playoffs? Round eight. Does it matter? I mean, no, it doesn't. Kevin Harvick had nine races won that one year. And yeah, and he didn't make it, make it to the final four. No, I mean for sure. But I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm wondering. Do you think he momentum? makes it? Do you, you know? Because I, I think there's certain people, like that year that McDowell won the 500. You kind of, I don't think he did, but you kind of assume that he's probably going to go out in the first round. Yeah. They, I did. They, this year, maybe not. Those guys have, those guys have really done well if they were able to point their way in. Um, but like, I think Busher probably goes to. Probably the eight. Probably. Yeah, I think I think if they don't make it to the eight, I think they're disappointed. I, I probably would be. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be a. Yeah, I think so. Who's what do you think? Win the championship. Who do I think is going to win the championship? Yeah. Uh, will it be Larson. No. I think it's probably the twenty-four. Or the eight. Cool. What do you think? I'd like to see the eight win. That'd be, that'd be awesome. I'd if Kyle wins totally... this championship, his first year at RCR, yeah, you talk so about cool. a pay increase. I'm definitely on that get. bandwagon for sure. For yeah, the eight to win the championship. Yeah, the whole Kyle Busch thing. Do you think he's gonna win? Is that is that is that your pick? Is I that your heart possible. pick, or do you, is that who think you think's so. gonna pick? Who's gonna win? I think it. I think it would be a little surprising. Well, not really. I'd like to see it. Yeah. Uh. William Byron's probably a good choice. They've struggled though. Yesterday, recently, yeah, or I guess today. Well, they crashed out yesterday, right? Uh, Byron, yes, yeah, yeah. He's been out yesterday, yeah. Yeah, yeah they've they have they have been on a struggle streak. They won like they've won five races this year, I think, right? Four or five, and uh, they've really struggled for speed. William Byron's won that many races. Yeah, he's won a pile of races. Yeah, I think he at least four. Well, he got that. Out. He got that rain short in Atlanta, that put him to four. That, that one doesn't count though. Rain short races don't <laughs> tell, count. Tell him, tell him the playoff points don't count. Have, I, I would take it <laughs> for it sure. Me, but, yeah, um, but uh, anyway, so that's really great. I'm glad to see that the 17 and, and that Roush Fenway. Yeah, me too. That Brad, it's mainly Brad. Um, I know that you know Roush was so competitive for all those years, and then they kind of went on the struggle bus, but. Um, I'm really glad to see that Brad does good. I just want, I wanted him to win that race today. Yeah. Never a Michigan-born driver's never won at Michigan, so Brad would have been the guy. He would have, uh, you know, with Ford and his first win as an owner, that would have been a big, big, big one yeah. for him to win. You think he wins one this year? How many races? I hope left? so. Uh, there's uh, uh, twelve left. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. I think there's been 24 races. No, that's including the Clash and the All-Star race. So there's probably uh, let's see here, uh, 14 left. Something like that. And we've got, got, we've got Watkins Glen, Indy Road Course, Daytona, and one more in there before we get to the playoffs. So we've got some wild cards. There's going to be some crazy races here in the, in the next few weeks with this Indy Road Course and, like I said, Watkins Glen. Well, Watkins Glen probably won't be crazy, but it's usually a good race in yeah. general. Cool. Good. Yeah, good. Good time to be an NASCAR fan. Probably the one didn't race this week. They're on summer vacation. You're going to talk about Noah Gregson? Oh, yeah. Well, we can talk about it a little bit, I guess. I don't want to talk about it a whole lot. Okay. But yeah. Noah Gregson gets suspended um, for being an idiot. Yeah, that's, that's good enough. Pretty much just does it there. I mean, is that is that good enough? Yeah. And Josh gets in there in the 42 car and unfortunately spins yeah. it. I Active. was really upset about that. Again, I just want that guy to be successful. I don't know if Josh will ever be like championship. I don't know if he'll – just only because of the car that he's going into. 
the way that Stuart Haas has kind of struggled. I don't know if he'll ever be like a championship level team, but I want to see him win races, you know. Yeah. Late model guy, 10 years in late models, worked right. his butt off for it. I want to see that dude win yeah. races, you know. Yeah. So I just <clears throat> I just hope it goes good for him whenever he gets in that four car. So, yeah, Noah Gregson's out uh, indefinitely as far as I know about it. Yeah, for being you tell him how long he's so. going to be out. <laughs> Poor Noah. I did hear, I also heard that there's rumors that John Hunter Nemechek's going into that car next year, that he was going to be out of a ride anyway, um, because they're going to Toyota next yeah. year. Legacy is. So, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. stupid haircut of his. <laughs> All the stupid haircuts of his. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Formula One didn't race this weekend. They are shipping, sh- sipping champagne. On the beach, from all the pictures I saw. Really? That's on a hard all, life that those guys have. Dang, that all sounds, the different beaches, on yeah, all the all, different patios, yeah, and on their terraces and boats, and yeah. yeah. Max is over there just dreaming about. Did you? <laughs> I saw a meme <laughs> yeah. this week that was like Max got a new upgrade to his steering wheel, I've, and it I've shows the steering wheel on the screen and it has Netflix on it. <laughs> he needs something to do in the in the front of these races. But it is true. I, I did read this article, too, that they're like, don't let this Max's domination deter you from this season. Um, because this mid-pack racing that's going on, everybody behind uh, Red Bull, which is everyone, that Mercedes-McLaren, uh, Red, or excuse me, uh, Mercedes-McLaren, um, Ferrari, <laughs> Sorry, that battle is getting intense, and, and maybe Aston Martin potentially. So those three or four teams, it's kind of anyone's game on who can finish out the season in second place. But I mean, it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that you're going to finish second. <laughs> like there's no chance of catching these guys. But um, so make sure you're still tuning into those races because they are I'm telling you everywhere behind first place is is, is some really good racing. I think they're back there. on the twenty fifth. I think it's three weeks they get off, so yeah. it'll be a minute. Yeah. So. Dang. Yeah. I wish. Don't you don't you know that the Cup guys wish that they had a summer break? <laughs> yeah. Three I know, weeks really, off though. in a row. These guys are racing a thirty-eight race schedule in thirty-nine weeks. <laughs> Cup is thirty-eight races in thirty-nine weeks is their schedule. There's only one bye week. One one off I weekend. There was two. Yeah, Father's Day weekend was the one off weekend. Oh, yeah. Geez, dude. And then you just dig Dang. for the rest of the yeah. time. Yeah. So, but uh, so that's good. Like I said, I, I hope that it would be nice to see someone come up with something. Did you know that they're not allowed to work on the cars? It is. It is the. It is one of the requirements of Formula One that when you go on summer break, there's I think a 14 day period. You cannot do anything. You can't work. You can't be at the factory. You can't work on the cars. You can't do Over. anything. You can't do any sort of. Uh, machinery other than like the stuff that you that, that is essential like these essential things that you have to do for maintenance and stuff like that to get the cars ready i guess when you say that we're going on break on this day you cannot work for 14 days yeah it's that is the most european rule i've ever heard in my entire it life. sounds terrible yeah yeah i mean how awful is it for them horrible. to regulate your holiday yeah. schedule that's <laughs> literally horrible poor guys <laughs> it's a hard life being a formula one driver and worker they say those mechanics do live a rough life, oh, though. They say it. the mechanics having to work yeah. the, the schedule yeah, that they do and getting everything packed up and getting it unloaded. Oh, yeah. I saw a picture of Red Bull uh, at uh, – they had already got to the Netherlands because that's where they're, they're, they're racing at Zanderhort next in the Netherlands, which is Max's home track. Nine semi-trucks to haul all that stuff between – For one car? That's for the Red Bull team. For the two Red Bull teams, it was nine semi-trucks. But still – 
Like you've seen the, you've seen their paddocks and stuff that oh, they yeah. build. That's all built. That, they all bring that stuff. These gigantic. It's so crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. Think about. Yeah, it's crazy. It's not a pit box. NASCAR rolls out a pit box and they giant pit box they all sit on. These guys build they houses. Got, yeah, <laughs> like they, they really build full on shelters. Yeah. for just one weekend at a time and they break it all down and go again. It's crazy. And then that's the logistics and the money behind it is insane to think about when oh, you do that. No. When you think about it, it really is. All right, this weekend, we were at the Southeast Super Trucks race. Uh, some good racing going on this weekend, as always. Uh, when you guys didn't get the car together, right? Nope. Motor just nope. not in it? Motor is not in it. Ready to go now. Oh, it is ready now. Yeah, well, gotcha. I think the motor's ready. It just needs to be dropped in. Oh, well, might understood. I'm not really sure. Gotcha. So you guys are you're going to try and race at least one more time this year. Yeah. And we have to make sure that it's a weekend that I can come. I know. I want to spot for you yeah i know i really want, I want that to, to do that so yeah let's just plan on that yeah you just tell me when you say when and you tell me as soon as you know how many and i'll be like left for tri-county maybe three uh, five? I four five. Yeah, i think four well i think oh, it was five last one, weekend and they so just yeah, had, so left. i think three or four yeah. left so we'll make one so we'll least. make one maybe, happen maybe a couple maybe if we can do two that would be great yeah that'd be really yeah. good so i know that the next race for the southeast super trucks is at Lonesome Pine on September the 9th. But that we will not be there because that's that weekend that we're going to see the Southeast Gassers. Which, reminder, Southeast Gassers are racing this weekend. I'll have to look up where. I'm sorry. I, I don't know that off the top schedule of my head. Book. Are, you going, are you going with us September I'd like 9th? i to. If you can, like yeah, to. do it. That would be great. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, kind of plan on that. Um, I know that at Knoxville, they're planning like a, 50, a special 50 car uh, lot for like classic cars so me and dad are talking about like taking the galaxy or the truck or something which would be really cool so only we, 50 yeah there's gonna be 50 yeah there's they're, they're making a special lot for 50 cars the, the first 50 classic cars that get there get to park in this special lot oh, cool. which would be super cool we can take the take the shift points mobile my 64 galaxy and take it down yeah. there that would be yeah, pretty maybe cool it'll be actually. a little cooler by then well, probably not, because it's going to be September, so yeah. <laughs> probably not. But we can roll down the windows. I also found out on the Galaxy, sorry, this is a little off topic, it has two little knobs beside the steering wheel on each side that opens these big vents in the in the kick pan. Nice. That has, like, air that dumps in, so it won't be that bad. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And it's literally two mechanical knobs that you pull yeah so sorry that was a little off topic but yeah that's right on. so september 9th make like sure you that. don't forget yeah. that okay. but remember that the southeast gassers are racing this weekend um and let me pull that up just super fast to show uh to say where they're racing at kill care raceway in ohio xenia ohio kill care speedway dragway august 11th and 12th so make sure if you don't go to if you don't have anything going on, go up there and check them out. And if there's a circle track race near you, go see them too. But uh, so I quickly want to talk about the Southeast Super Trucks uh, race this weekend. Since when didn't go racing, uh, we were with Eugene. Uh, we had a little bit of a struggle bus race, unfortunately. Um, car went crazy loose, like the loosest I've ever seen it. At one point. I could see basically the entire tread width of the right front tire coming off of turn four. He had to turn it so hard to the right to save it. it and I was like, like he was oh was four wheel drifting every time. Pretty much was. It was loose in, loose in the center, loose off. Like it was loose everywhere. And um, so um, it was pretty crazy. It, we, we unfortunately kind of dropped pretty quickly. We started sixth. Um, 
a little screw up on my part. He, the timing and scoring when he was doing his um, qualifying lap didn't update fast enough. So like it didn't when he crossed the line there was a little bit of a delay and he likes to know the time as he does his lap and I the time didn't show up so I just said keep digging here give me some more and he thought I said that he run a 90 a 1590 and that would have been way the the pole like he would have he would have got the pole if oh, he'd run no. a 90 so he didn't push on his second lap oh, and I was like oh was he came in and he yeah. was like what'd you say we run I was like we're running 23 15 or 1623 and he was like I thought you said we run a 90 I was like no no I didn't say that he's like dang it I didn't hear you right so I didn't push on the second Shoot. lap That's but funny. I did tell him I said the good I good or bad I don't know how you look at it most of the guys in qualifying run their best lap on the first lap. Oh yeah, um, that day. I bet. Normally, it's the second lap. You usually will find a little something on the second lap, but oh, in the qualifying. Yeah, in qualifying. Yeah. So that first lap, pretty much all but like a couple run their best lap on the first lap. So I was like, well, you know. So we started sixth. We could, if we'd started up a little higher, I think they inverted the top three. Um, so it really wouldn't have mattered unless we were in that top three. So how many cars were there? About fifteen, something That's like good. that. It was good bit. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was about a. 50, it was. It was a good. It was a good field, and it was a pretty good race. Like I said, un, yeah. unfortunately, we had to kind of. I had to kind of. I was watching him, and, and this is this is the. I hope uh, Eugene doesn't care for me saying this, but this was the hardest thing as a spotter that I've never had to do before. Was we were going down the back straightaway, and I said I had to say, leaders are coming here, just get down out of the way. And I was like, this is the hardest thing I've ever had to say over the radio <laughs> to UG. Because I was like, I know that's not what he wants to hear, but I have to be realistic yeah. in my, so in my point here. So must have gone green pretty The whole well. way. Green wow. checkers. 50 laps solid. You're kidding me. And, he just, and that didn't help us any because it just oh. the loose, he was so loose that it just got looser you know, the further we went. Jeez, man. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, that was, it, was, uh, it was a little, it was a tough race for sure. I know that those guys are already, I, I know tomorrow, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays are kind of their days to work on the car. So tomorrow they'll be, they'll be figuring it out. They've already got ideas. I know them, know them well enough that they've already, they're already coming up with a plan to get that thing straightened out. So um, that was a little tough, but it's okay. Uh, and yeah, uh happens. Uh the vintage race was there was actually two vintage races this Carolina weekend. Carolina Classics. Carolina Classic. Yeah, there was the vintage class and there was this Carolina Classic stock cars. Um the regular vintage race is much like the um I don't know what to compare it to, that like Tri County. But they're they're a little they're much slower. Uh, um not much slower, but there was still, in still the Carolina quick. Classics, they are really fast. Yeah. It's like like the like Marty's car and the guys that would run it at Track County. Um that style of vintage, the really fast ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so uh our uh a guy Tim that I spotted for last race, he ends up winning the race again. He had a little bit of an incident. He uh he run up on a he run up on a slower car uh and I from what I could tell, this is just 100% just what I saw from standing in the spotter stand. It looked like he run up on him, and he looked and slammed on the brakes, and we did. It turned really hard left, and it, it ended up ripping the left rear fender off, um, but he came back and won the race still. Oh, did he? Yeah, so I I guess that's good. I, that car is just so dang nice. that It hurt me. I, I was pretty sad to see Which it. Which one is that? Uh, that red. red 7 Camaro. Um, oh yeah, I know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, that '68, '69 Camaro, yeah, it is really pretty. nice car, and just so clean. So yeah. I hated to see that. And I was sitting there with Caden, and I was like, I was, I was, <laughs> I'm bad to do this when I'm standing in the spotter. I'll like pick a car and spot, even though I'm not like. I was like, I'll 
it's practice for me to yeah. kind of like, what would I say in this situation? Um, I take this weirdly serious, I know. But anyway, so I like practice spot when I'm up on the spotter stand. I was like spot for him and I'm, I'm saying, get high, get high, get high, get high, get high, get high. And he's like, and he just ends up running. He bumps into the back of the guy because he had a lane up top. He could, oh, and sweet. he was so much faster. He could have cleared him easily. I never saw him. I never saw him touch. They, I think they bumped. I mean, just bumped. And then at that point when he, it hammered the brakes and when he did it just saw to the left because it just spun yeah. on him because they just locked up and i was like dang it i told Caden he was up there with me diana's son i was like man i was like i hate that i was like i just hate to see an, a really nice car like yeah. that tore up uh, but he was okay with it he, he won the race he said we're gonna order an aftermarket fender and put on this thing and we'll nice. be back so i mean he was okay with it uh thankfully uh, and then uh, really cool, uh, that Carolina Classics. It was the first time that they'd run with the Southeast uh, Super Trucks. Jeff Myers, the the guy who runs the Southeast Super Trucks, he actually had a car down there, uh, a white Mustang, and it was nice. He was really nice. But unfortunately, during practice, he – Yeah, unfortunately, during practice, it sounded like, from what I could hear as I was standing there, that they broke the tail housing off the transmission. Um, so he didn't end up getting to race it. Um, but uh, Marty Ward comes and wins that race, uh, which was which was really cool. Dude, just yeah, just absolutely hey, passed him on the last lap and uh, and won it. And he was he was excited to do it. So that was that was really cool to see that, uh, especially with everything that went on afterwards. But um, so the and then the truck race, of course, we all know kind of what went on there. Um, but uh, so that happened, and then uh, everybody just kind of wrapped it up. Uh, that was a it was a good weekend of racing, you know, in general. Other other than that. Um, I don't know. It was just, it was, I like that racetrack. Anderson's cool. Have you ever been to Anderson? Yeah, yeah a couple times. I couldn't believe there were suites. There's what? Like, they have suites. Like, they're on oh, the, oh, like, oh, that's oh, where sweets. you spot from is up in the suites. Yeah. And I was like, that's crazy for a little track like this. It is a little track. It's a little track. And and, uh, I remember telling Eugene, I got up on the trailer to spot for him during practice. I said, man, this is a flat track. And he said, yeah, and it's as rough as Hickory. And he was right, man. That thing is rough. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But... Uh, as far as the as far as the 27 limited goes, we did end up with all the fenders and and uh, bumpers on it still. Oh, so well, that's good. That's a win in of itself yeah. at times, especially with the luck that we've had at Anderson or that that Eugene's had at Anderson in the past. So um, pretty good to have finished it up like that at least. And then, um, like I said, come back strong. We'll win. Yeah. I, I, Eugene wants to win one really bad, and I, I want to be there with him when he does it. So, Eugene, if you're at Lonesome Pine and you're leading, maybe just drop a second. <laughs> Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> That'll happen. Just kidding. Just kidding. I would never, ever want that. <laughs> but uh, so that was pretty good. I, I'm excited about it. Um, so like I said, September 9th, Lonesome Pine, that's the next Southeast Super Trucks event. If you haven't been to a Circle Track event this year, those events are the ones to go to. The people are so friendly. The the, the officials are so good. Um, Brian Mace does the tech. He's just just clear cut on the tech you know exactly what they're going to check what's going on or what they can check i don't think they check the same thing every every time you're there but they kind of give you the rundown on what potentially they could check and you know tech goes smoothly you get all your weights in just a really good event to go to and they stay on schedule even uh there was an old down someone had broke a rear end gear um during one of the practices early on and even with that we got there right when we walked in the track the guy literally pulled by us as we were walking in uh dropping fluid and um and even with that they still kept everything on schedule everything was right you know they got they got everything lined back up so 
that's an event that you can definitely go to. And if you look at the schedule on Facebook, they're going to stick to it. And the other guys that do that also are the Southeast Gassers. Those guys pride themselves in staying right on schedule. Right on schedule. So if you're up in Ohio, or if you want to take a trip up to Ohio, go up there to Kill Care Raceway. Check them out this weekend. I know they're going to be putting on a show because they always put on a show. So that means that next week we'll have our regular podcast here with these guys, and we'll also have Randy coming back in to give a race recap. So make sure cool. to tune in for that. He always likes to come in and talk about it the weekend, and he'll he'll get me and Dad brought up to speed on kind of what's going on uh, or what all happened in Ohio. And then the next race is the one that we finally get to go to. We'll finally get to go there and do some filming and we'll do a shift points episode. Shift points goes to the Southeast Gasters Association. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Anything you guys want to add? Um, not really. Not really. Um, you look, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think <laughs> you were looking around and like out the window. Like I was you were looking to see if it's still somewhere. raining. Oh yeah. Yeah. Big, big storm like that rolled through earlier. Or something like that. Hopefully not. <laughs> Jackson, you happy? Anything to add? I don't think so. I didn't ask you guys how your week was. We'll finish that. We'll, we'll finish Awful. off that. How was your week? How was last your best week? week? Yeah, how was last week? So busy. So busy. That's yeah. what you get for lounging around in a tent for two weeks. Never should have done that. <laughs> Ever. We'll do that again. I literally, Bob and Dad watched, and they were like, why? why? I would have got on an airplane and come home. Oh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, me too. I wanted to so bad. I would have if my mom wouldn't have killed me. Yeah, I would have still done it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. man. How was your week, Jackson? You got a, you got a promotion. Uh, That's good. Yeah, look at him. Look at him climbing the climbing the ladder. He's yeah. going to be running that place soon. No, that's too much work. Don't forget about us now. <laughs> Don't forget about the little people when you get up top, man. That's too, that's too much work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I hope if you are from Australia... And you have been listening this week. I know you've already tuned out because we stopped talking about the supercars, <laughs> and that's okay. But if you made it this far, make sure to put a good comment in there and tell us that we're doing a good job because we're trying here. We're doing our best. Yeah, we're not the experts, but we're trying to be. So stick with us. <laughs> make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook if you haven't done that yet. And make sure when that pops up in the middle and it says subscribe here, click on it. Make sure to do that. It's really important. It helps us out a ton. We're shooting to get that thousand subscribers. How close? Six sixty-four when we started this podcast. What is it now? I don't know. I haven't looked, I haven't looked during. I don't think it's. Oh, been you mean up. like started today? Yeah, when we started today. Okay. Like when we started before we started six sixty-four. That's where we're at still six sixty-four. So we're still we're shooting for a thousand. That's our first goal, and the next goal is a hundred thousand. So. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Nothing like multiplying your multiplying it by a hundred. It's been nice to the Australians. Maybe they'll all subscribe. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be great. Like I, mean, I said, I just whole, hope that the they... The whole continent. The whole continent. How many How many people are in Australia? You'll get a platinum. Let's go You'll to... you get a platinum Shift YouTube. Points needs to go to Australia. If, if no, someone's in the copy... Spider bad. That's where I want to go. Um, yeah, if someone in Australia wants to fund us taking a trip, we will come and film oh, it. Oh, yeah. I will film it. That would be fine with no me. Doubt. 25.69 million population. That was in 2021, so... If we can get 25 million subscribers from Australia, you guys work on that for us. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks.